teachers of Reddit, what is your this student is so smart it's scary story. One of my kindergartners just knows multiplication and not just the basics fives or tens. In the beginning, when his parents told me, I played along with two times two or ten times ten. But you can tell him seventeen times fourteen, and he knows it instantly. So cool to watch. I was doing a five hundred piece puzzle with some kids. I was a preschool teacher. We finished the puzzle except for one piece, which was nowhere to be found. Kid comes in, takes one look at the puzzle on the table, and says, "Oh, you're missing that? I know where it is." Reaches into a completely different five hundred piece puzzle, rummages for like ten seconds, pulls the piece out, and fits it in. I asked him how he knew it was there. He said he had done the other puzzle for a bit and noticed it. I asked him how long ago. Christmas, he says. It was February at the time. The kid was maybe five. Might be more memory than intelligence, but that was crazy to see. Such a great kid in somewhat dire circumstance. I hope he's gotten all the opportunities he deserved. I work with 18 to 24 month olds, and we have an 18 month old who can have literal conversations. Perfect sentence structures, perfect verb conjunction, perfect pronunciation, even L and R knows all the alphabets, numbers, colors, shapes by sight. Some of the others know some of those things, but I've never seen a baby this advanced. I sometimes forget she's only one year old because she seems more like three and a half, just tiny like a one year old. Her dad brought her back from a well baby checkup, telling us that the doctor asked, "Does she say any words yet?" And we all lulled because she has full conversations. We had a four-year-old in preschool. He was sitting under the table writing down numbers for a long time. He had no time to talk to us. When he came out and we looked at what he'd been doing, he said he wrote down all the multiplications. It turns out his brother in fifth grade was learning the multiplication table, and this little brother really wanted to do the same, but didn't have a multiplication table. He counted on his fingers to add each column and got the table right. A few days later, he knew multiplication. He would also comment on dates. If someone said that they had a birthday on June twelfth, he would say, "Oh, that's in one hundred and eighty-four days." Almost immediately, on an excursion, we pass him statues with birth and death dates, and he would casually sum up. He was seventy-eight years and one hundred and ten days old. She was born thirty-three years and one hundred and twenty days before him, etc. I think he was more focused and willing to understand than necessarily so smart. I don't know about that last comment. That kid sounds pretty frickin' smart to me. I taught high school math. One of my freshman students divided one thousand one hundred and thirty-four by sixty-three in his head in less than a second. I let him finish the problem, and then after he arrived at his answer, I asked him, "How did you do that?" He looked at me with this blank stare, as if he was thinking, "You can't do that." He proceeded to say, "Well, I doubled sixty-three and then multiplied that by ten, and then I saw that one thousand one hundred thirty-four was just the difference of those two numbers, so eighteen." And looked at me like it was nothing. I told him, "Good work," and moved on. I'm only above average at a few things, but one of them is mental math. When I saw that this kid could do this calculation that I couldn't, I was so happy. It was one of my happiest moments as a teacher. I didn't help him in that moment, but to know I played a small part in his math education felt so good. I have a five-year-old this year who has stolen my wallet more times than I'd like to admit from my pocket without me knowing. I now wear a wallet chain like I don't remember what decade it is. He still tries, but he hasn't figured out a workaround yet. 
feel like this kid may be more street smart. I'm a piano teacher on the side. I'm currently teaching a four-year-old how to read sheet music before she can read books. I ask her to find the C's and she'll point them out on the page and things like that. She can also do math really well and understands the concept of multiplication. Also, another student that just started and plays by ear and composes her own pieces at eight. She also speaks five languages, which I didn't find out until I told her I was learning German. After teaching her for three months, she's already to the point where I had to send her to a better teacher. My mom was a student teacher in the early 1970s. She recounts the story of a gifted first grader that nobody really knew how to handle. Every day, her mentor would give the child a copy of the New York Times and let him read during her class. Much later, my mom was working as a speech therapist and had a severely autistic child that would come in daily. After their lessons, he would spend his free time drawing elaborate and accurate city maps on the whiteboard. It was fascinating. I worked at a special purpose preschool designed for kids on the autism spectrum. Did an intake day with a kiddo, four years old, where I was just trying to have fun and see what kind of things he liked. We did some time on the computer where we surfed around YouTube a bit, and he searched up a video about our solar system and began to explain to me the difference between the inner solar system and the outer solar system. What they're made of, sizes, electromagnetic fields to compensate for distance from the sun, etc. I had to Google everything he was saying because I had no idea if it was true. Spoiler alert, it was. This story in particular, I feel, is one of those things where if a kid focuses on one thing they really love, they will know everything about that one thing. Their mind is like a sponge and they will absorb all the information about that thing that they love. For us as adults, we might have known this stuff a long time ago or maybe never learned it. But trying to absorb it now, especially with moderate interest, is very difficult. Not a teacher, but had a classmate who was and still is a genius. I distinctly remember him asking very complex questions on the current reading literature and making constructive arguments. It was over my head, but our teacher was offended and argued back that he didn't understand anything. I think they were well over her head as well. She screamed at him and stormed out of the class a number of times. There was a time she asked him to leave as well. I never felt so bad for a classmate. He didn't deserve to be yelled at like that. I believe he's now a mathematician with published works and awards as well as a successful musician. I have a student who's an immigrant that speaks fluent English. I assume that she grew up in the USA, but she told me that she'd only been here for a year and knew zero English before coming. I was amazed. I have another student who just does calculations instantly in his head. He doesn't even have to think. When he learns more math, it just comes automatic. He explained that numbers just make sense. I teach kids with autism that learn on the alternate curriculum, usually lower level academics, and have cognitive delays. I'm always amazed that while they might struggle in one area, they're very strong in another. I had one girl who knew everyone's birthday, everyone she met, day, month, year, and age. She could also do crazy math in her head. I have another kid who's minimally verbal but knows every locker combination in the school. Two others who are amazing artists. Another who could tell you what 80s movie icon shared a birthday with you. I love my kids. A kid's work kept deleting itself on a computer every few minutes. He was having a meltdown and I saw it happen. It was impossible to explain the phantom deleting that was going on. 
Fast forward to the end of class and there's one kid remaining that was sitting at the opposite computer from the kid who lost all his work. He looks at me and says, you want to know how I did it, sir? He had put a USB keyboard into the back of the computer and had it set up so he could hit the delete key with his big toe. It was the funniest stealth attack I'd seen in a long time. Being the teacher, I should have done something, but it was too funny and smart. I don't know, it sounds like this kid might be the smartest one yet. I had a first grader with a speech impediment who was asking for a type of book. His peers and I couldn't understand him no matter how hard we tried. Finally, he gave up and without any frustration, he found a picture book with someone stirring a pot on the cover. He opened the book and skimmed through words until he found what he was looking for. The word cooking. He showed me the book and pointed, telling me that was the word he'd been trying to say. He wanted a cookbook. This was a six-year-old. My mom had a special needs student who went on some field trip to one of the NASA centers. I don't remember where. His dad was an IT guy, I think, and had been teaching this kid, around 10 years old, stuff on the side because he was all about computers. The kid wandered off and apparently found some office or computer lab or something unlocked, walked in, sat down at a computer, figured out how to unlock that terminal, and started browsing through their internal stuff for a while before someone caught him. He got in big trouble for that one, but I don't know if it even registered in his mind what a huge issue that could be. He would do it at school and nobody cared too much, so I don't think he saw an issue doing it out in the real world. He came to my mom the next year or the year after that when his family moved, and my mom was warned not to leave her personal electronics unattended because he would figure out how to get in. I had a student maybe five or six years ago. I teach social studies, so didn't come in direct contact with her areas she was truly special. But anyway, she could speak five languages pretty fluently. English is her native, and she learned French in middle school, taught herself Russian and Italian for the sake of reading, and learned Indonesian from being around kids in the school and wanting to pick it up. She could write music just from hearing it and then reproduce it in essentially no time. I don't know if this is common or not, but it absolutely shocked me. She's bar none the best student I've seen as a teacher with regards to conveying herself through written work. She graduated just a few weeks after turning 16. One of those kids who effortlessly glides to the top of her class. Last I heard, she was about to graduate in something related to archaeology. I was a student teacher at the time, completing my education degree. I taught 8th grade. There was this one girl who was your typical edgy, angsty 13-year-old who was too cool for everything. When we went through our poetry unit, we gave a project in which the kids had to write their own freeform poem and put it in some sort of video or slideshow. This girl wrote a poem about how the United States education system as it is stifles creativity and destroys students' joy of learning. I always remember this one line from her poem. I learned more from an evening watching Hamilton on stage than an entire year in a United States history class. The video was your typical angsty black and white shots of her friends standing solemnly in front of or behind chain link fences and signs that say no trespassing. The next day, she showed up with a gigantic biography of Alexander Hamilton. It was bigger than most Bibles. It only took her a week to read it. My mentor teacher hated her because she thought the student thought that she was smarter than everyone else and was arrogant. Maybe she did think that. Maybe she thought we were annoying simpletons. But I just thought she was dope as heck. This kid didn't particularly like or dislike me, hated my mentor teacher, and disliked anyone except a couple friends. 
She was sassy and smart, had a finely tuned bull meter, and had a huge vocabulary and an obvious love of learning. She'd grill out book after book. And where my mentor teacher saw arrogance in her poem project, I just saw a girl who was desperately bored and was asking for a challenge. I tried my best to give her extra, more challenging options in the future for her assignments. She never said anything to me, but I got the feeling she appreciated it. Or I hope she did. My son has a fascination with nuclear physics and science. He's collected commonly found radioactive minerals that I made him get rid of so the whole house doesn't get cancer. He's researching a way to build a miniature thorium reactor and insists the only reason it doesn't exist now is because people have given up on it. He's 15. My oldest daughter is an incredible artist, but she's got that attitude like her poop doesn't smell. She's always made incredible drawings with simple pencils and paper since she was a child. She could capture your likeness in her mind with a glance and draw you out with a piece of standard white typing paper in an office number two. She's now 18. This one sounds like it might be a mom just very proud and maybe exaggerating a little bit about her kids. I'm not a teacher, but my uncle is a professor at a uni in our state. He teaches a notoriously hard class where the final average is in the B range. Some kid managed to get a 99 on the exam. And because it hadn't happened in a few years, my uncle rounded the grade to a 100. I don't know if he was allowed to. And what's even more crazy is that the last person to get an A-plus on the final was the student's cousin, who had recommended the class to him when he found out that he got in the school. I don't want to rat this student out, but I feel like maybe his cousin just gave him the answers. I coach Science Olympiad, which naturally draws some very smart students. I was on a long bus ride with them to nationals and sat next to one of our 7th graders. This kid had to be one of the smartest kids I've ever met. He's brilliant. We ended up playing 20 questions and I decided to be a jerk and do something really hard and specific, settling on whiptail lizard. First question, is it a vertebrate? I said yes. Second question, does it reproduce parthenogenically? Yes. Third question, it's a whiptail lizard. Kid got my obscure animal in three guesses. He just graduated high school last year. I believe he's going to an IV. I teach ESL in China and have this one seven-year-old student who remembers everything. He'll read a word or a sentence and then remember it a year later and point it out in his book. I had forgotten it. I'll say a word and he pronounces it perfect and always will. He speaks better than my daughter and has a larger vocabulary. I like him most because he understands what he's saying, reading, and hearing. He'll often pre-read and understand it without being told. He would brag and ask embarrassing questions until I told him that he should be trying to help the other students and that making them feel bad slows them down. Now he helps the others understand the material. I had a student with autism who could calculate trigonometry ratios in his head to several decimal places. We can ask, hey George, what's the sign of 62? George would take a few seconds and shout, 0.88295. I have never figured out how he did it without a calculator. He had violent outbursts and terrible social skills. He's been in and out of jail since high school, and I've lost track of him over the years. It's really sad. I teach woodshop. The brilliance I see is different than most teachers would. I have students that I give a little knowledge, and they can manipulate it and apply it to unrelated problems. I've had a few students where they have mostly D's and F's, but run rings around my students because they have crazy good 3D reasoning and can apply knowledge that isn't linear pattern recognition. 
I work with special needs kids and will never forget this one high-functioning autism. Mostly just social and sensory issues, who was also a math genius. He was four years old, and whenever we would have a group play hide-and-seek, everyone would count to ten. Except him. He would say things like, I'll give you 20 seconds to hide, so I'll count to 540 by 27s, or some other randomness. I would listen in and write all his counts down and check them later, and he always nailed them 100%. My statistics teacher in high school wasn't the brightest, and she learned calculus-based statistics instead of what she was supposed to teach us, so she got confused sometimes. The previous semester, she had one of the smartest kids in the school in her stats class, And my high school had like 30 out of 400 people of the class every year go to Ivy League schools. Anyway, every test, the student would take the test up to my stats teacher and show her at least one problem that just wasn't right. I don't know how, because she literally told us in class how the smart kid found at least one big mistake or a better way to do the question or something every single exam. Kid came into kindergarten halfway through the year. Youngest kid in the class. The rest of the class was working on three-letter words like cat, and he sounded out encyclopedia without difficulty. Started sending him to do math with the second graders by the end of his second week, which was holding him back, honestly. I had to talk to his parents about finding a program better suited to his needs, unfortunately. In addition to being brilliant, he was also incredibly sweet. I teach gifted and talented first and second graders. I've had a lot of very smart students over the years, Some with amazing sense where they can understand most math concepts before I teach it. For example, they see the connections between multiplication and equivalent fractions and immediately can simplify or find greatest common factors. Several read at the high school level but maybe don't really get the social context of what they're reading. Usually I can maintain some control in the classroom because they're 7 or 8 and I'm an adult and have been teaching kids like them for years. This year, I have one little girl who writes beautifully. She's very talented, but that's all she wants to do. While I enjoy talking with her about her craft and helping her think of a good transition for scenes in her stories, these are the types of questions she has for me, I also have to teach her math and teach the rest of the class too. Recently, she's been going through some challenging emotions. She gets angry at others, lashes out, and has been defiant with adults. So she was arguing with me about having to do a math problem on equivalent fractions when she's already demonstrated mastery of the skill. I think she's heard me use this phrase in reference to her spelling. She passed out of spelling. Honestly, she caught me off guard. So I said, fine, show me you can do these three problems and we'll call it good. So she did. And she got what she wanted. I realized later what she did. She's right. Really, if you can demonstrate mastery, you don't need practice. So now she tries this with everything in every skill she doesn't particularly like. She's exhausting, but she's fun to mentally spar with. I have many students who are smarter than I am, but she's the first one to outmaneuver me. I taught honors algebra in middle school, which is a class for advanced 8th graders and the occasional super intelligent 7th grader. For reference, this is a high school level class, intended for advanced 9th graders. So a 7th grader is advanced and 2 years ahead of his or her peers. I had a 6th grader show up one year, which meant he was 4 years ahead of his peers. He came in midway through the year. I gave him a book. On his first test, he got a B and had a meltdown. He was on the spectrum, an autistic savant type, and he wasn't used to not getting a perfect score. Dude went home, grabbed the book, taught himself everything he had missed in a weekend, and got a perfect 100 from there on out. 
insanely gifted and amazing that he could self-teach himself half a year in a weekend. I work with toddlers sometimes and there's this girl they moved up from the infant room at 14 months, we usually wait till around 18 plus months, because she was so far ahead of everyone else. She's 18 months now and she's fully potty trained and even wears underwear. She speaks perfectly clear and you can have full-blown conversations with her. She knows all her letters, she can write her name, she can write her brother's name, she can count to 100 in English, Spanish, and American Sign Language. She knows a ton of signs and not just the easy ones. She knows more than the teachers that are supposed to teach the kids American Sign Language. She recognizes her emotions and will come up and say, I'm not feeling very brave today, or I'm feeling embarrassed. She can also sign to you what emotions she's feeling. When we do magnetic letters, she'll tell you the letter and the color of the letter in English, Spanish, and American Sign Language. Meanwhile, I know a 19-month-old who can only say mama, dada, and no. Kids are so diverse. I've had a few different super smart kiddos. One student of mine with autism, when given any date from the 1900s or 2000s, could tell you what the day of the week was. He tried to explain to us how he knew once, but the explanation didn't make any sense to any of us. Another student of mine was hyperlexic, essentially the opposite of dyslexia. He could write well above his grade level and read any word you put in front of him. Once, we gave him one of our college textbooks and he read it back to us. Didn't understand it, but pronounced every word correctly and read it fluently. He was a first grader. Finally, I recently had a second grader who had already mastered the entirety of the fifth grade math curriculum and everything before that. His previous teacher didn't know what to do with him, so she put him on Khan Academy all the time. I did what I could, but it's hard to keep up with kids so far above grade level. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.